podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? We're not starting for no reason. We should probably just start. Welcome to the Movie, Movie, Podcast, everybody. Episode number 145, I think. I'm your host, Higgs. And with me, as always, are Russ. It's a fucking simulation. <laughs> and Peter. Chosen nationality, British. Oh, man. We are just going to... It's funny. At the end of the last podcast, we were talking about, like, ah, there's not that much coming out between now and, like, Black Adam. Uh, and here we are with, like, a dozen movies that we've seen since the last <laughs> podcast, and Black Adam hasn't come out yet. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I'm okay with it. Um, we we definitely talked about how Don't Worry Darling was going to be the biggest thing that was going to be coming out, and there was already a lot of press, and we couldn't wait to see it because it was going to be a train wreck. Ta-da. So let's talk about Don't Worry Darling, the train wreck I, of a movie that it was. I mean, has there been a movie that has a rockier, weirder press coverage leading up to it? That is some still has like we've kind of forgotten this movie. And yet somehow the reverberations of the press's fascination with the people involved is still ongoing. Yeah, like it's it may not be about the movie anymore. No, but Olivia, you would think Olivia Wilde is maybe one of five directors on Earth. Yeah, right. Like the whole planet, because they don't stop talking about her nipples or this or that or Jason Sudeikis. When did these people matter this much? Like, did I miss where they became this pop culturally relevant? All of the stuff with the nanny coming out, like, really recently has been very weird. I don't get it. I don't want to get it. I don't super care. Exactly. It's just, like, the weirdest thing. Like, one of the things I found silliest is someone brought up recently one of her one of Olivia Wilde's quotes when this movie was about to come out when she was saying only women come in this movie. And then you yeah. see, and it's like Olivia. Every single sex act is rape in this. It's so weird. Yes. It's like it's like really, really weird. What are you doing? Um, if you don't know the twist of the movie, as Russ said earlier, it's it's not it, there. That's not a real place. It's a simulation that Florence Pugh's character has been trapped in by gross, sweaty, long-haired, stringy, long-haired man Harry Styles. Yep. Right. And I, I will give the credit where it is due. Now, Florence Pugh does like the Lord's work in this movie. She's very oh, good yeah. in a, a movie that really is bad. Uh, everyone is bad in this movie, uh, except Kate Berlant, who I liked a lot. Um, Pine's pretty good. Who? Chris Pine. Oh, Chris oh, I, oh, sorry. I forgot. I thought, yeah, Chris Pine was great. He was oddly captivating. Yeah, but yep. it's like this movie is several those like maybe Florence Pugh and Chris Pine are in the same movie, but yeah. nobody else is. And like right. they're acting on like hard mode and everybody else is like on the normal mode that tells you like all the tips and stuff like regular. And it and it's noticeable. It looks great. It should it be good, but it's not. And it, it 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 cuts the it cuts the weight. How did this? How does this world actually work? Like the real world. How does that world actually work? Yeah. How did this happen? And I know the objective is to like, no, we want to leave you. You're smart. You can figure it out. But I'm like, yeah, but this isn't smart. 
So no. I need to know what you wanted to do and what you left behind because this doesn't make any fucking sense. And I, I just watched know, the movie with a fuckload of rape. I need to know why in this virtual simulation world that that this like, you know, weirdly gross, odd, powerful men have like created to keep women hostagen. They have set up this virtual world so that if the woman dies in it, she comes back. But if the man gets killed in it, he's dead for real in real life as well. Like, that seems like a really odd bug to put in your simulation to not just like, yeah, no, maybe we should, like, if we're all powerful. And like, that, that, like, I didn't understand that. I don't, like, I, I think this movie's no, trying to be a lot bad writing. It's just well, right. bad writing. Yes. This, well, this movie was a concept. And yeah. that was it. <laughs> but if you don't, if you skip out on having a point and a message to your twist, which this movie does, we want to know more about it instead. If we're not going to and engage like, it on a like a thematic level, we want to engage with it on a practical level. And there's like right. multiple times where there's like it, it seems very important that these people who are realizing that they're in a simulation see a plane crash. So my whole thing was like, oh well, they were in a plane crash, and like and, you know this is what and now they're in like this like weird simulation that are keeping, but it's not. There was just a plane crashing in this for no reason. Yes. Yeah, right. like, like, why would you put a, that's basically like, why are you putting a back door in your own simulation? Like, it yeah. makes no sense. All what? that yeah. do is make people wonder. Like, it, it th this movie doesn't engage, like, the, the writing and the, the simulation and all that stuff does not engage with, like, the practical world at all. And this feels very, it's my, and I, I'm, it feels very, it's my first movie. And I just yada yada everything. And this isn't her first movie. And no, she's made a phenomenal movie with a lower concept. I this it, it, it and was, she yeah. it just doesn't fucking work. Like yeah, the like, writing and the editing, it's directed fine, but what's there just isn't good enough. Like if there's a way out and you don't want people to get to the way out, just like it's a simulation, just like get rid of the way out, right? Like this is right. just <laughs> It just seemed like they were, they had like a beginning, they had an end. They were like, well, how do we get there? <laughs> and yeah. and there there was no like every way they came. Like yeah, I don't know. It, it was it was frustrating to watch high, it in that way. And it wasn't high concept enough that the landing couldn't have been stuck. Like right. there were lots of ways to make this work. It, they just didn't find any of them, and it's unfortunate because the narrative. And I don't want to be like film school man, but like the narrative will be this was a bad movie. And then the other narrative will be uh, men just don't support shit that women make. And then that's it. It's like, no, I, I do. This just wasn't good. Right. And yeah, I, exactly. I have and like I, I, I have bent over backwards to like applaud where I can, but it's just not. It was not fleshed out. And that's annoying because you wasted a great pew. And yeah. she's somebody who anytime she's in something, I'm like, all right, it's pew time. Because yeah, she does a great job all the time, even when it's not that good. Yeah, the I think from a director standpoint, as we said, that makes it really confusing is I don't think you should 
show the cracks in this society until we see the other woman upset. That's you know, true, yeah. It, it made things feel weird before that, so it doesn't look idealized at all. Already. Like, we're not buying into the world. And that's that's the director's fault. Um, sorry, I'll be right back, guys. That's, that's right. odd, but okay. Um, it's, uh, and I remember reading or hearing like uh coming into this it, i i felt like i well you knew the twist that was it was going to be and that's not what it like the movie is really you know hinging itself on or at least i didn't want that to be what the movie was really hinging itself on um because it seemed like before uh like just from the marketing and everything that's what it was kind of going to be but i i started reading like uh that uh people making comparisons to serenity um oh yeah the, the Anne Hathaway, you know, uh, you know the, the life is a video game, a fishing simulator video game. And I was like, OK, OK, let's see where this goes. Like, maybe this is something like completely different. Um, and I was not a fan of Serenity either. But, no, but you know, that at least is hilariously bad. Exactly. And that's where like that, like that huge concept. You're just like, well, I guess we can explain away all the, you know any of the weirdness because it's just a, like a fishing simulator game that was made by this kid who just wanted to talk to his, you know, like there was, there was, I don't know why I can forgive that and not this one. That's, you right. know what? That's my and, fault. Yeah. And that should, it, it, it's, that, this was, this shouldn't have been bad. Serenity right. could only be bad. And that's funny to me. Yeah. This should be good. And it's not, and that, and it's not terrible. It's just not it's that not. good. Yeah. I, I I enjoyed myself while I was watching this movie. Like I, yeah, I, like, I had a visually like there's stuff to look at, like the set design. It's like there's enough stuff to give it points. But this is like that kid in school that you like know could do better right. and just does yeah. it. My my thing about Serenity is okay. that it goes back to the point I was making before in which. Serenity doesn't seem to care about like the theme of its twist. It's not saying anything with its twist. It's not trying to say anything with its twist. So it's engaging with the twist on a practical level. What is this place? How did it get here? How does all work? You're not you're you need to grab onto something as a viewer. Yeah. You can't not do two of them, both of them. <laughs> so that's why Serenity is dumber. That we get, but it's like a little bit more fun because it wants it wants to try to convince you that it's very stupid idea makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's um again like it was it like you were saying it is beautifully shot and it it, it's like all of the brights and even like the visual effects I found to be um, yeah like work really well like uh, even the, even the stuff that's like in the trailer where it's like uh you know the 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 wall like closing in behind her I was like oh this is actually this is pretty this is kind of messed up right now watching all of it. like the, all of it really worked well um the dancing sequence was weird I, I, I didn't yeah. get it um it just went on too long you know like if it was like 3 minutes shorter I've been like yeah that that makes sense um speak like uh, uh, kind of like the segment on don't worry darling <laughs> <laughs> shall got we him. <laughs> let's move on okay so we've we've all seen a couple of movies and uh a smattering of us have seen other movies so let's move on to that smattering um i want to know what uh, is exactly god's creatures 
God Keepers is a super tiny A24 movie uh, starring, yeah, so you know I had to see it, uh, starring uh, Emily Mortimer and the guy from a show I know neither of you watched. Um, Which one? Normal People. No, didn't watch it. I thought you were going to say Pretty Little Liars Original Sin. I was going to be like, he's, I watched it. He's in After Sun, which played incredibly well at some uh, awards. Festival. Uh, some festival, yeah. Yeah, and but it's coming Paul out Mastro. shortly. It's supposed to be he's, real good. He is one of the best young actors around. And unfortunately, God's Creatures is not one of the best venues for set acting. The movie is about a small, like a small fishing town in Ireland. Um, okay. where a prodigal son played by said Paul Mescal returns uh, home and his mom who has other kids but has like a almost like too close relationship with her son they start hanging out again and you could tell like this guy has he's like a little skeevy but maybe he's not and then um, a woman a, a woman he used to date accuses him of rape and you watch as the entire town turns on this girl. Um, and, oh, wow. okay. and, and while mom defends her son until she starts to maybe wonder if he really did do what this woman is saying he's done. So it's a super small movie. Uh, it could have been a stage play. It's, it's dealing with some heavy shit. Uh, but it's, just not executed as great as it could be. Okay. It feels like, you know, those UK shows where like someone dies and everyone's trying to figure out who killed whomever in the small town. It yeah, feels I like those. Like, yeah. It feels like one of those. It like maybe would have been better. Yeah. It maybe would have been better as a show and not a movie because I think you lose some of the nuance and the characters, uh, but it's fine. It's just, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. I wouldn't, like, go out of my way to watch it, um, but it's okay. Yeah, I'm going to see one Paul Mescal movie this year, and it's going to be After Sun. Okay, but after that, follow this dude, because this guy can really fucking act. He's pretty good in this movie, and the movie is beneath him. Yeah. Emily Mortimer is really awesome, too, because you watch a mother, like, look at her son with, like, eyes of he's perfect and then like Izzy and then like a little disgust and all of it wrapped up in the same scene sometimes yeah uh, I would suggest if, if neither of you have seen it uh, Bong Joon-ho's movie Mother which is about a a mother trying to figure out whether or not her son <laughs> killed someone <laughs> I don't Ooh. think I've seen that but that does seem, uh, sound familiar um, it's from like 2009 it's currently on Prime it's real good. Okay. All right. Add that to the list. Add that to the list. Um, all right. Pete, how did you like see how they run? Um, I thought uh, Saoirse Ronan was delightful. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, totally. Like every scene with her, I was laughing. I was, it was, it was great. I thought she was great. I thought Sam Rockwell was not exactly that captivating. It was, it, I thought it, he was okay, but yeah. he was no, like, Daniel Craig and Knives Out, you know? Like, it's not a bad performance. Right. It just wasn't – it just didn't grab me. Yeah. And and because of that, I think I didn't care as much about 
the whole plot, I was like, okay, maybe this is more about the characters because I didn't super care about how it ended. I thought it was, I thought the reveal, like the, the, the murder mystery twist reveal wasn't as fun as it could have been. Okay. Fun stuff. And I think Adrian Brody gives a pretty good performance. Yeah. Performance. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a good time. It's, if you got nothing to do and you, and you, and you want something that's a little light, I would recommend it, but definitely not a hunted down. No, it's very light. Um, but I, I think it was like an enjoyable, like what, like it, it's short and it's light. Um, it, it, it kind of like breezes by. Uh, again, like yeah, Shusha Ronan is is fantastic uh, in the role, and um, and I I've... would 100% watch this one like again. Like if this came, like the second this comes on streaming, I'm probably going to just watch this again. Yeah, and I I'm happy that if the success of Knives Out makes murder mysteries like more of a thing or of a genre again because it totally into it it is fun yeah i i got my my uh tickets for glass onion um as it when it comes to theaters uh first Ooh. um <laughs> i'm excited about because i didn't want to see that movie yet. i didn't want to watch that at all yeah same uh, I, I didn't realize, like, when that got announced, I was like, okay, yeah. I, I think I've got a ticket for, like, the Alamo. Um, the tickets went fast, too, for, like, the first couple of days. It was crazy. Um, but anyway, exciting nonetheless. Um, all right. Who wants to know about Clerks 3? I don't want to um, know too much. I just, is it good? Okay. Is it good? <laughs> um, okay, that's a no. They, and uh, I, they I make... Up that question is, does it feel like a movie? It you know, does, know what, like, uh, like a movie okay. that actually was made for people to see and not for seven people. <laughs> so, all right, that, those that's those are two loaded questions for Chris. <laughs> um, all right, I don't feel like they're that loaded. I feel like they're basic questions. <laughs> it's oof. All right, they make some interesting choices. Um, however. It's pretty apparent and obvious, like, why the actors that are in Clerks 3 have not been in anything else ever, <laughs> you know, as you're watching it. Um, you're just like, oof, these performances. Not, so not, by not, that, not the Dante and Randall? Oh, yeah. It's, you know, like, Brian O'Hall, uh, I mean, you know, I grew up seeing him in multiple movies, but all by the same director and just just by that director. Um, and, it, and it becomes apparent, like, why in this. Again, I think that they make a couple of interesting choices with it. I think that it's very funny that um, Jay and Silent Bob have taken over the video store next door and have opened up like a dispensary, uh, but still only sell the weed outside of the dispensary. Um, as, <laughs> that's a pretty like, funny joke. That's yeah. a good gag, right? That's a good, that's a good gag. Um, How long is this movie? I want to know if that gag, uh, like... It, it's like two hours. Yeah, so you see that one? That was one thing I thought was funny. Two hours is too long. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it. Yeah, it's tough to recommend unless you're. Yeah. A real view of universe. Oh, oh, the viewsk universe. You know, the the interesting thing. One of the interesting things that they do uh, in this is they actually get a lot of the people who were in the original Clerks, like the the bit actors that were just kind of bit actors in the original clerks they're back <laughs> like doing some of those same mm. roles that they did in the, like which is like kind of funny they also have like this whole audition scene where like sarah michelle geller shows up uh to audition for a role in the clerks movie um 
Uh, Fred Armisen shows up to audition. Like, um, Ben Affleck, you know, it, it, all this stuff where it's just like, oh, this is funny. They're they're like, inter, you know, uh, trying to cast like actual actors in this. They're not playing the actual actors. And then they just decide to, you know, play the roles themselves. And you're just like, all right, I get it. Okay, fine. Anyway, if, you, if you're if you as invested in, in the viewers universe, then you've got to at least see it through. At some point, when it comes to streaming for free and you can pause it. Um, all right. Let's very quickly talk about Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, as, as we talked about it, we mentioned it very earlier just off mic, but it's like it never made me roll my eyes about some like 2022-esque joke. Right. I thought going into the CBS or whatever that was was a funny bit. Yep. Is the Walgreens? Yeah. Yeah. I I wish they um, developed the human, the like – the non-witch characters a little bit more. Yeah. But it, you know, everyone was having a good time. As, as You hit the nail on the head about the target audience. What, what Do you have much Yeah, more? right. Like, and I think that that's basically exactly what this is, right? That this, this is a movie for people who saw Hocus Pocus when it first came out and now have like six-year-old kids that they want to introduce to Hocus Pocus and not people that are of the same age that do not have kids that want to see a Hocus Pocus too. <laughs> Um, it is fine for what it is. Um, it, it's actually, it's, it's actually rather enjoyable as well. Like it, it, it breezes by, um, it, but, uh, it is what it is. And, and yeah, it could have been worse for like a Disney plus streaming movie. I enjoyed my time watching it. Okay. I mean, it's, if you're a fan of the first movie, you don't, you don't need to see this. Right. Right. Um, what if you don't if really give a shit either way? Oh, then definitely don't. You probably don't. Uh, Sam Richardson's like pretty fun in it. Oh, he's great. I love. Yeah, he was fantastic in this movie. That was great. The, the was, loved it. Um, but like the entire time when he's like explaining the backstory of the Sanderson sisters to like the people in like the in like the magic shop, or like I was like, okay, I, I could watch this dude just do this for an hour and a half. Um, but it wasn't just him doing it for an hour and a half, and that's kind of like the main drawback of this movie. Yeah, he does have he does like really play up one moment where he has to tell he has to intimate to these girls that he's not a virgin, which I yeah, it was a joke that really worked for me. (laughs) Yeah, no, I thought that was really funny. I thought that was really funny. Um, But let's yeah, no, go ahead. Do I mean, no, I was going to move on. If you have anything left to say about Hocus Pocus 2. No, not really. Okay. All right. Well, then let's go on. Let's move on. We are we are breezing through this. We're only thirty minutes in. <laughs> um, cut to and cut to smile. We all uh, saw smile. I didn't love it. I wish it worked better for me. It was it was for, for like it was a movie for me that like its plot wasn't scary enough. So it was a movie exactly. just like it was a movie that needed moments to try to scare me. Yeah. Not a story that was scary. Yes. Um I agree. Like <laughs> there really wasn't I I um I know they do this a lot with horror movies where they put all the scary shit in the trailer. But I'm like here. So you stretched all those scary scenes out. That's all there is, number one. 
And then you just stretch this movie out to be like some kind of psychological drama that's poorly acted. Like, why do I want to watch that? Like, this movie, I've, it, it was like too, too smart for its own good. I'm like, just be a dumb movie. Yeah. I should yeah. like I should like Smile the same way I like that Truth or Dare movie that had smiles in it that was dumb as shit. Yeah. But like that is watchable. Like this yeah. should have felt like this should this should have been fun, and it wasn't fun. It felt like work. It it was very like um, it was very brooding, and it just did not need to be like the the entire atmosphere of it. I actually the, I, I thought that the first like hour hour ten minutes I was I was kind of into this movie until like it really became like uh and and actually until she like goes into her mind and sees her mother as a monster or whatever like that, that that's where I like kind of lost. It, I was like, all right, you know, if we just kind of kept this as yeah, because like, it, it like doubles down on the shit I don't care about. And exactly. I, similar to you, I thought like, okay, well, it's a little slow, but it's gonna pick up at the end because all these these movies gotta get their kills in, uh, and then at least it'll be fun. And it it became like less fun as it went on. And yeah. I I at least appreciate its ending, like its actual ending, because I'm like, all right, fine. Yeah. Because. There was, if this is the kind of movie you're going for, that's the only ending that makes any sense. Right. Yeah. But it it's just, like, not fun, and it should be. Yeah, it also never sold yeah. the fact that this is something she could have gotten out of. I yes. never once believed that, that a solution to her issue, her problem was coming up, or her curse. Right, yeah, not not like in I guess like yeah, for, you know the ring where it's just like you know you're you're kind of you're just passing the curse on. This is the only way to pass the curse on is to kill yourself. So like okay, you know there's no real there's no real end to it. Um, it's it could have been a lot better. Um, well, even if also, like, did it, like, we all know that the lead is Kevin Bacon's daughter? I did not know. No, I did not know that. No. Yes. Um, I, I, yeah, I was hoping for more. I was hoping for more, especially out of like, um, like, uh, a horror movie, like so close to Halloween. But, yeah. Um, I had a good time with the child's birthday party scene. Yep. That was fun. I had a good time moment. with the, she, there's a fake out when she goes to the men's, the, her, the institution, the hospital, I guess, that she works at and is like planning to kill someone. And I think it, plays into the comedy of it being a dream sequence like instead of being like this is going to be a real nasty scare i think it kind of plays up the fact that you know it's not real and i wish it had yeah. more fun with those things as I said, like but you know whatever i also i also want all horror movies to be banned from using the upside down photography yeah, yeah. That, that there's too much of that Mid Midsum Midsummer had a, had a lengthy opening scene that did that. Candyman did that all over the place in the trailer and in the movie itself. Like, it's done. We don't have to do it anymore. Uh, the name of those movies that are super fun, uh, they're escaping me. They're Bl- I think they're Blumhouse. They made two of them. Happy Death Day. Uh, Happy Death Day. Like yes. this would have had some of that. Like I wanted this to have that kind of energy. Like a little more fun. She's where she gets to have more fun being somebody who's a little more manic 
trying to like avoid this thing. I'm not saying it has to be outright comedic, but it needs to be fun. Yeah. And like those movies, for better or worse, are at least fun and they play on, yeah, isn't this concept ridiculous? Imagine if it was you. And this one is like, no, imagine it was you. I want to to do a therapy session about that. Like, I don't that I don't go to horror for that. Right. Oh. Yeah, it felt like too much like someone was like, you know, Hereditary was like this really like dark and brooding movie and look how well that did. And like all the critical. But Hereditary is still funny at times. That's true. Like in a weird way. It's like you have to laugh to get attention. Yeah. Like, or at least it gives you a holy shit to like, it always got you out of your seat with some kind of emotion. And Smile just tries to lull you. And then occasionally have a sequence from a trailer, and it just doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Um, now, I'm still looking at the notes here. And what it says is, the monsters rust 26 minutes. <laughs> That's how long I watched that movie before I bailed. I have never not finished a movie that I start. If I start it, I finish it. It's my thing. It is what I am known for. Yeah. I least yep. myself. I could I couldn't do it even if I wanted to. This I don't know who I, this is on uh, it's not even so it is on it's fucking it, it's unwatchable. It is not a watchable film. I couldn't tell you what was happening. I could the top like it is like Rob Zombie <laughs> is not it. Wow, I can't believe it's 110 minutes. Oh my I, god, I what? It, I gave it a half star because I guess you have to give things at least a half star. But this is no stars. This is the worst shit I have net. I have I have ever seen. If I get through. The rest of it, it'll only be so I can say this is not only the worst movie of the year, it might be the worst movie I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah, really? it's worse than music. Ooh. He is so flat. There is like no jokes. Even its attempt at jokes don't feel like jokes. It's just so nothing it's got like the weird thing is the sets and the production design there's so much into it to make it like oddly like neon colorful and weird and like not like that like kitschy spooky but there's no tone to this movie it's like it's it's like flat lines the entire time one of the best reviews on letterboxd for this is right at the top where uh, someone says it's like watching a porn parody without the sex. Like something is just not there. And it's like, what? Like you didn't get notes. They like, he wrote, directed and made it. Like I'm pretty sure Rob Zombie can kind of do whatever the fuck he wants. Does this mean like he really needs notes? Because I don't know who, I can't see a version of this that ever would have been good. That's how bad it is. Like, 
there's no way to do based on what he put there. I can't tell you, well, you have to clean up this or you have to clean up that. And then this is a movie that's watchable. There is not a single shred of anything that I could ever see. And it's not like the monsters are a nothing franchise. It's a franchise. It's at least something that exists. How did you get it wrong? Right. Like, how did you get this this wrong? Yeah. How how does how does I thought Lily Munster was was okay in the 26 minutes I saw. She felt like Lily Munster. But that was the only thing I could glean in the 26 minutes that was remotely good. Is I was like, okay, she's playing Lily Munster in in a way that uh, seems like she should be. But the guy this who plays just, it's dumb. Yeah, the guy who plays Herman is missing the mark by like a mile in the sense that he's not he's not earnestly being goofy. He's not earnestly being like bad goofy or like like campy acting. It's just it's so. Weird. Hate it. It's, Hate it so much. Let's, let's move on. So bad. <laughs> all right, moving on. Moving on. Um, all right. What did you think, Peter, of Triangle of Sadness? Yeah, Russ doesn't want to know too much about this. Uh, Triangle of Sadness, uh, recent Palm d'Or winner. Yep. Um, uh, from the director of uh, Force Majeure and the Force school. Majeure. Yep. Uh, Force Majeure, which fucking rules. Um, was remade into that terrible Will Ferrell, Julia Wee Dreyfus movie. Um, yes, I don't remember the name of that one now. Triangle of Sadness, I had such a fun time with. I, it's really, I gotta say, like looking at this list when we came in here, the fact that you had not seen it, Russ, was probably the biggest shock to me of anything. Of just like looking at a list of movies that we'd seen, well, and be like, Russ didn't see this again. One? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a suburban boy now, so I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like two thirty something. It's long. Yeah. It's it is long. Um, but it moves by, and it's um, and it's it's hilarious. It's like weird, um, but like oddly not at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's weird that it's so, somehow it's like biggest moments have a reality to them that you don't expect them to have. Like, yeah. it pulls off its weirdest stuff. It all feels, like, super grounded even when it is, like, not... Yeah. When it does not seem that way. Um, yeah, it, it's really... It, it's it, it's great. Um, it, it, it is very long, though. Um, so you got to kind of carve out, like, a day to go and see it. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm, it, it's not like, all right, I'll go... I guess I'll go see it. It's, like, on the list of... Hopefully it gets up to this over here soon, or otherwise I just gotta eat a whole day and go to the city and eat five hours seeing the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the the travel time on its own, like yeah, that's uh, it'll take you just as long to get into the city and back, I assume, at this point as it will be to see the movie. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, as a slight content warning for anyone who is interested in it, uh, there is a lot of bodily fluid stuff, both vomiting and shitting that is very, really done to, 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 to weird you out in a very realistic way. Um, So if you're not not like cartoonish puking, it's like real puke. It's, it hits cartoons at like every once in a while moments, but there is a little bit too much like real feeling (laughs) 
to it. It's like it happens like in like, you know, one particular like 10 minute block. It just happens so much that it hits cartoon level, but only because it it happens so much. Right. But the vomit we're seeing is very real feeling. Real is very real. Oh, yeah. That's how I like my vomit. Yes, 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 it is. So if you're not great with that happening on screen, I highly suggest avoiding it or waiting for it to be at home. This is one of those movies that had like theater walkouts. For that seems specific. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, that makes sense. Okay. All right. All right. Um, let's quickly talk about Amsterdam, which only I saw. I, I've heard the worst thing about it. It is not great at all. Um, I feel like, like, you know, you watch the trailer and you have this, like, idea about, like, how zany this movie is going to be. Well, it's very madcap. It is not at all. Um, it is very, like, Christian Bale is in a different movie than a lot of the other characters that are in this movie. And um, so, so like, he has, like, this that energy to him a lot of the times. But, like, most of the movie is just, like, very straightforward. I, I want to say that there was, in the theater I saw, um, I think one person laughed once. And that was it. <laughs> well, the weird, I, I didn't see this because David O. Russell has not had the best track record, both professionally and artistically lately. But and it's like it was a longer movie, and I was getting ready to see both Triangle of Sadness and Tar, which are super long. But also, the trailers didn't seem to have a consistent tone. So for you to tell yeah, me yeah. that that it feels like that during the movie, I have I don't want to see this. It like it jumps around. Ugh, it, it's it's so weird. Like just kind of like the, even the structure just, of the movie. It's not just Christian Bale who return. Who's like I would say a David O. Russell repertory player. There's other people. Oh yeah. De Niro's there. Um, like it, it's there's there is a cast here. Like it, it is. It's kind of there's a there's a big cast um, of characters and uh, like um, what's his name? Um, Rami Malek. I almost said Sam Raimi. I was like, that's not right. Who it is? Um, because like the it's, the, an, it's, the it's an interesting story. Let's say that much. It's an interesting story. It takes a while to get there. By the time you finally get there, you're just like, I wonder if this is how the story is going to end. And it's like, oh, that is how the story is going to end. Is this actually real? Did this really happen? Oh, they say it really happened. But the 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 actual path there, you're like, why am I watching so much of this? Why do I need to know so much, so many facts about all this stuff that's happening? It's really just like this like 35 minute segment that I'm actually interested in knowing about. Mm. It's not great. I, and uh, yeah, like his track record, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of American Hustle. Um, I think I wasn't like a huge fan of Joy. Um, you know, Silverline Playbook is great. Um, has he had anything? I straight up didn't well? like Joy and I didn't love American Hustle. Uh, he, uh, what's that one? Uh, with the gold. Three Kings. Three Kings. Him. Three Kings. Uh, yep. The fighter is him. Yeah. This, this feels like. Huckabees. I heard Huckabee. I love, I love Huckabee's. Yeah. I feel like but this. I don't love David O. Russell. Bad guy. Yep. Yeah. 
the the structure and tone of this film I think feels most similar to American Hustle, but like more straightforward, I guess. Like you 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 can follow along with it very like it, it very much hits you over the head like this is the story that's happening right now. Do you yep. understand where we're going? Um whereas American Hustle, there would be times where it's just like, wait, wait, why is this happening right now? You don't really feel like that here. You're just like, why am I watching this? Okay. Yeah, it's going to be a big money loser. It's going to lose like $80 million. Oh, I don't yeah. know why they even put that much money into well, the it's, movie. The, like, I guess they thought it would be get all the awards. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's all cast salary and marketing because they were really pushing for this. Yeah. Because that would launch its award stuff and it just, right. no one saw it. Except me. But I said I thought the, I thought the trailers were terrible. Yes, the trailer. Yeah, no, they. The, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I thought it was going. Like after seeing see how they run, I was just like, is Amsterdam also kind of like a fun caper? Um, it was. It was not. Um, I feel like the Babylon trailer, the Damien Chazelle movie, kind of came out and stole this stole this one thunder a little bit because it's like. Oh, that looks like an old-timey movie about old-timey shit with probably several of the same actors, but it looks live and vibrant. So yeah. maybe that's the one that'll 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 do well. When does that come? Did, what did that come out already? I don't. Even I know. think that's closer to Christmas. Okay. Oh, all right. Um. Okay. Let's hear about. You know, let's just do Werewolf by Night because it was so good. <laughs> yeah, so the big if, question is, is this a movie? Is this a movie? I like it. I yeah, like it. It's a TV show. I, I like it. Yep. But, but what is it? For me, it doesn't – either way, I want Marvel to do more of this. Yeah, it's an experiment. Right. Yeah, because right, it's for, like – no, go ahead. No, like, like I think that regardless of like what this is, whether it is like that long, like single episode of a TV show or like TV special of like what you would expect to see if like, you know, uh, a show had been out for like years. Oh, here's the Halloween special of, you know, uh, of like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but it's actually like two episodes crammed together into one, like that length of something versus like a short movie, whatever it is. I want more of it because it was weird. Um, it was interesting. It was shot well. And like I and I was like I was captivated the entire time watching this. Yeah, it's it like because so, so my thing is like Marvel didn't really learn its own lesson, which is new for Marvel. Like every say what you will about how effective it is or how corny you think the whole statement of like you know uh so, uh not so, uh Winter Soldier works because they did a Marvel political thriller. Right. Guardians of the Galaxy works because they did more of a straight comedy and just tried something a little sillier. Agreed. And then after those two movies, it felt like everything else just was the same, except Black Panther. Ragnarok? Or Black, okay. Right. Yeah, and Black yeah. Panther, yeah. They were just trying to do their other movies again. This is the first one in a while that feels like we are doing something different. This is going to feel different. It's going to look different. It's going to sound different. Mm-hmm. And all of that works. Do yeah. weird shit. And it's like, if anything, this might be them taking a, a page out of the the successful DC stuff as of late. Let someone try something that they think will work. Different. Different. Yep. Different that they think will work. 
I think the only thing that I wanted out of this a little bit more was like, I really liked um, the, the look uh, of the movie, uh, like all black and white. And then like, you know, kind of, you would see like the little, like uh, like the hole in the Pops top of the color. screen sometimes, yeah, uh, yeah, which I thought that was great. I wish it was like just digitally grainy a little bit more. Like that's the only, like it, it felt a little too, the actual like, picture image was too crisp at times there was like I that feel, i i thought about that too initially which was the only slight drawback but i feel like marvel was like listen we're already letting you do your own thing if you're yeah exactly. ideas that will ever be tied in by anything else it has to have that same pristine uh quality to it we're not trying totally to agree. we're not trying to go too far off the reservation and like, if that's my biggest complaint about this, like, awesome, this is slam dunk, slam dunk earnest. You know what I mean? So like, I, I would take another one of these anytime. Um, and Marvel's been doing really well with short form. Yeah, my fear is they do another one and it's another spooky black and white. <laughs> oh, it's the same thing. Yeah, right. right exactly. Just fucking. But make- you did this, so now it means don't do anything else. Yeah. Or don't do what you just did. Do another. Right. Yeah, make make not everything has to feel the same. Make it make it, as I said, make everything a little bit weird. And if if the only way that they feel that they can do that, make things weird, is make them hour long on Disney Plus. Great, I'm 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 it. Fine. Yeah, I would watch it every time. Like yeah. this is, I'm already watching all the Marvel stuff that comes out on Disney Plus. So like, I'll, I'll keep watching it. I keep watching it. Oh, that reminds me. There's a new episode of Stargirl. That's DC, but still, great show. In case anyone hasn't watched that. Um, all right. We've got a couple more. All right. Tell me about Bros. I thought about watching it. Then, Russ, I saw your review on Letterboxd, and I was like, I thought that this felt like a, what a Judd Apatow movie, so I'm not going to go see it. Yeah. Did you see Trainwreck in 2015? I did. Then you saw this. Okay. I, I don't know. And, like, it's, like, I... I I'll give it its flowers. Like I appreciate that it's like an LGBTQ plus IA movie that was made by a major studio, written by uh, somebody from that community, and with an all queer cast. And with an all queer cast, that's great. Uh, I mean, the movie is still like so. All that shit's cool. I can even eat that the two main characters in the movie are just like white uh, cis men. That's fine too. I get it. You got to start somewhere. But it's just, and I, and I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, like if you're going to be the queer movie, if you have to be the best thing ever, it's just something you've kind of already seen. And I'm hoping that's why it bombed and not because it was gay. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of weird things with its release that that I think rubbed both the queer and homophobic communities wrong. Um, for me, I've never been a fan of Billy Eichner, and I think in as, doses. To the yeah, uh, I agree. Like I, I can't take an hour and a half of him, but I think that like you know the, the Billy on the street, I can watch like an episode and I can find it very yeah. funny. And then yeah. I can watch another episode like two days later and find it very funny. Because every one of his scenes, and he's in the whole movie, every line has too many ideas in it. 
And it's like it's all. It feels like they chopped up uh, like stand up bits. Yeah, and I and they do that every time. Like some stand up comic gets their first movie, you can feel where the bits are. But and it feels like anytime he's sitting around that table, it's like, oh, this is like shit he's done before or said before. Yes. So it doesn't feel like a real person because no one talks that way. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you don't feel like a real person, you feel like someone's writing something. And then when you do too many jokes and you do all this, you do too much, like it suffers in that romantic comedy way that really bummed me out that I don't think the main character is dateable. Right. That was your yes. letterbox review. Yes. Yeah. I don't think anyone's dating this main character, which is a bummer because it also suffers in the fact that I think the love interest is delightful oh. because of that. But that kind of ruins it because I thought the dude, uh, Luke McFarlane, I believe was his name. I just yeah. Said. He's a he's a Hallmark, uh, huge Hallmark star. Yeah. Oh, what was he in on the Hallmark Channel? <laughs> Literally everything. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and, and, and he's still making Hallmark stuff. So this is just like a I'm gonna take a pit stop to make a major Hollywood film, and then I'm going back to Hallmark. Looking this dude. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. No. Yeah. He was in Valentine Match. Yep. No. Seen a bunch of these. Yep. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, he his character at least had some dimension to yeah. him. Like, he wasn't, I, and I was sitting there, and I was like, this guy kind of has a, like, there's a, that's a real character. Like, that's somebody I could see yeah, existing in the world, kind of struggling with that whole idea of, like, what's too, for lack of a better expression, what's too gay, what's not. And that is interesting. Yeah. Oh, Sense Sensibility and Snowman. I remember that one. Sorry. It just looking all at comes <laughs> through the lens of Eichner's character, which I'm like, you made an interesting world. You are just not the most interesting part of it. Yeah. Supporting cast. I think he would have been better off being like a supporting character in his own movie. Yeah. It's just, it's just, you can't not feel like a real person. You can't feel like transcribed stand-up bits. Yep. Um, I, I the one thing I never really noticed how much Zach uh, Sims sounds like Billy Eichner though. Oh, really? Oh God. Yeah. It let, let put that together. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it's it's fine. I think when it's streaming, I would suggest it. It's definitely not a go see it in a theater movie. No, but it, it is entirely now, yeah. watchable. Like it's not bad. It's it's. Of the stuff I I saw over the last month that I didn't like, yep, it's towards the top of that list because I I didn't dislike it. It's like kind of right in the middle, but it's just if you want to put something on and know you don't have to completely invest in it, this will do. Okay. Like if you're cooking or you you have a second screen experience going on, you're watching football on Sunday, and like. Your your team, your five and one giants aren't playing in that moment, or it's like the late game. Yeah, you can watch this. And put, we haven't even mentioned that because because now that they're in the you know the top five picks of everyone this week, they're gonna lose to the Jaguars. But I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. Hey, I Jets like destroyed the Green Bay Packers. It was yeah. I don't want to talk about it either because we're gonna lose <laughs> to the fucking. 
<laughs> Russell Garbage Wilson uh, Broncos, who are the worst team I've ever seen. Okay. Uh, right. uh, uh, Tar. I'll talk about Tar. Um, Tar from director Todd Field, who you might know as the writer-director of In the Bedroom and Little Children. Oh, you okay, also yeah. might know him as the co-creator of Big League Chew. Um, the gum? Yes. Are you kidding me? I am Is not. Is that a real thing? Yes. So he's made gum and family dramas? Yes. So this, if, you if know you what? Remember, that goes together. I get it. Just remember it. Ago, it was on my top 10, um, the Battered Bastards of Baseball documentary. Yeah, that was a great yes. documentary. Yeah. So that's Todd Field. Todd Field was the bat boy. Oh, Todd Field was the bat boy and then grew up to be a filmmaker. But when he was the bat boy. And a gum owner. Yeah, when he, well, when he was young in the bat boy, he, he invented Big League Chew with one of the other players. Um, so this is Kate Blanchett, which you're going to, you're going to be hearing about this movie for months until the Oscars happen. Because Kate Blanchett is the current front runner for Best Actress. Um, she gives an incredible performance. This movie's like 245, though, as a heads up. Oh, my God. It's really? She plays a successful conductor um, who you you just really spend a couple of weeks with. And it it's kind of – when I say this, it's very well done and it's interesting and it's not about that. But it's she does at one point – there's a bit of a scandal and there's it's kind of turns into a cancellation movie. Okay. Okay. Very engaging and interesting way. It, it's a movie that really truly engages with our relationship between art and artist. Okay. I I've been hearing, I've been hearing a lot, a li- like not a lot, a little bit of what you just said. Yeah. And I don't know why I have some sort of feeling about that I don't know what it is, but I'm like, is this going to bother me? It feels like it will, right? Like that's. The I thing. hope it doesn't. I hope I like yeah. it. I hope there's nuance, but I'm just like, I just, I, I don't know how many more takes I have left. There, there really is. It's, it's not the biggest, it's not like, there's not like big scenes of people arguing over it. Like it's just going through it. And as I said, it's more, it's way more of a character thing than a than a like it's not like a it's not all about that like i i i'm going to see it but i'm not super enthused about she said okay yeah that that's all like spot looks like spotlight junior or yeah. like that movie that uh he made about the oil the exxon not exxon the dupont family a couple of years ago it's like are you guys just like it's like oscar's mad lib uh what gets an Oscar? Uh, newspaper stories. Okay, we need one. Sure. Uh, what's a current event? Last 20 years. Uh, OJ? No, it's been done to death. Weinstein? Uh, okay, cool. Like, it just feels like it was made in a lot. Yeah, but as I said, this is done way more engaging because it's way more about the character. It's not all about that, like you might think. From, because that's the problem. Someone has to try to explain this plot to you. But that's yeah. such a small part of it, and that kind of propels you to the end. Got it. But okay. she's incredible. It's really well done. It's a gorgeous-looking movie. As I said, a bit long. Um, she, As I said, she gives one of the best performances in years. Um, I highly suggest, but as I said, it's going to be something that you really need to carve out a good chunk of your day for. 
God what? damn it. I, know, I feel like you've said that two. 15 times. Yeah, and don't forget, Clerks 3 is also pushing two. So. <laughs> um, what is, is Tar someone's name? Like, what's 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 up with Tar? Yeah, that's uh, her name is Lydia Tar. Got it. Okay. And now that mystery is solved. Don't need to spend the 245 on it anymore. Okay. Um, Wait, based on a true story or no? No. Good question. Oh. Okay. Cool. Okay. Good. Unlike the last movie that we're going to be talking about. <laughs> Halloween ends streaming now on Paramount Plus, also in theaters. Peacock from Paramount Plus. Oh, Peacock is a Peacock. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, with a deal now, twenty dollars for a year of Peacock, just so you can watch Halloween ends. Um, Peter, you like this movie? You talk about it. <laughs> I I like this whole trilogy. I think it's okay. <laughs> I I think it's very interesting. I like this movie. My my issue with horror sequels is that I don't believe the characters that survive what happened to them anymore. Like, you should not be walking around in any other state. And, and, like, I think one of, the, one of the other ones that did a very good job is, like, oh, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, in which his Laurie Strode is, like, a complete fucking wreck mm-hmm. in Halloween 2. Like, I think people... Moves, horror sequels don't really grapple with what happens next. And I think this movie does a very yeah. interesting job of investigating what what does moving on look like. I think it's heavy-handed points, especially in Jamie Lee Curtis's voiceover. But I, I think... you mean her novel. Wait, what? Oh, yes. Or you mean her novel, yes. Uh, my, my favorite joke online was like, it's a, like, congratulations on writing a book that's entirely last paragraphs (laughs) and it's i think it's a little heavy-handed but i think it's a fun little thing about how what does it mean to move on what could happen if you don't move on and it continues on with the theme of this trilogy of which was the theme of the original halloween which is like the actual rot of suburbia and how it's not a it's not a nice place (laughs) i i just don't think and i like david gordon green a lot i like that he's the kind of guy who'll make like 45 different things and they're never what you expect um and i thought even like his second season of vice principles showed you that halloween was like his bag it was all spooky and weird but i just don't feel like these movies fully delivered on that theme of suburban rot, like I, I, it felt a little this is usy in a way. Oh, there it just is. Just sort of not really go, not really going for it. I understand. I I fully fully understand why the new character was introduced, but I I, don't, I have to watch it again. But I don't think I'll ever fucking give a shit about that. Because it just negates, like, the specter of the character we've watched for 40 fucking years. And it's like, I just couldn't have given less of a shit. It, I, I think these movies get a little bit worse. I think they, they have better ideas as they go along, but they're yeah. executed worse. I don't really like the trilogy, but I like it as 
And this movie I, I didn't like. I like much like Smile, I guess. Uh, I I like a lot of the setup of this movie. I I like the concept behind um, uh, uh, Corey and and uh, kind of finding Michael and that whole relationship between the two of them. Um, I I enjoyed that as a as a concept. Um, but I guess it just doesn't make sense, you know, like, like, no, like that was and I know, and I know that they'll never make it make sense. And that's part of the mystery, but it's just like, I get it doesn't make sense, but I also just don't fucking care. Right. Yeah. I, no, I, I and that's, and that's, um, this, as I said, this is a trilogy I like. It's not one that I'm going to like argue with. I do. I like this, all these ideas and I like, like seeing that, but it, as I said, that stuff works for me because it's that idea of like we make our own boogeyman. Yeah, and we give and then it, I started like, yeah, go ahead. We give it that power. That's what I like. I like that part of Halloween Kills. That's like all of that stuff happened because of the completely complete ignorance of the suburban mob. Yeah. And it's it's that power that we give to these things. And it, it, it's it, yeah, it, it, it's the fear that leads us to ignoring people and treating them awfully. Yes. Yeah, I just I, I wish it I wish it hit that stuff a little a little harder and a little heavier than I maybe would have cared a little bit more. All that said, I think that. And this isn't really about Halloween, but I think David Gordon Green giving him Exorcist is a very good combination of of like Ooh. artist and art. I think Did, they gave him Exorcist. Really yeah, that's like his Ooh, next movie. That's awesome. And I I feel like that's a little more dramatic and cerebral, and him putting his own spin on that. That sh- that should be like a fucking home run. I like Halloween the 2018 a lot. I think Halloween Kills is yep. pretty decent. I just don't like ends, and maybe that's my fault for just like thinking it would be other shit. Even when they introduced uh, Corey, I was like, oh wait, his mask is his mask one of the spooky masks from Halloween three, and that's why the plant was blue. Like, it wasn't Halloween 3. Like, I'm looking for shit that isn't there. And then I'm just more annoyed that nothing was there. And it was just that regular through line. So this, I may like this more as time goes on. But these just, the last two weren't 100% what I wanted. And that follows me. Like, the second movie ends, Michael Myers is clearly, like, a superhero. Uh, Right. He's got powers. It's obvious. And now in this one, he's like a fucking decrepit little loser. I, that, I didn't understand. Is that, that because either. we've moved on from caring? I, I don't know if they're saying something about us, like we gave him power and now we're not. But I don't know. I, I think like that. I think he loses it because the anger turned away from him. When we see people start to blame Lori, or see people start yeah. 
aim other people in that mob for what happened. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the people, uh, there were like people out at the supermarket who were like, you know, it's your fault that like, I, I like uh, my, my little girl's husband died or whatever. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Um, so, but what I, the thing that's interesting is that I like that he didn't clearly didn't change any of his plans. Like if you didn't like kills, you're not liking this movie because if you didn't like kills, you're looking for something bigger and yeah. something like more kind of straightforward. And this movie's like, no, we, we've been trying to tell something the whole time. We're not changing. Yeah. It. Yeah. So I, I, that's a kind of weird, brave thing to like, it's the opposite of like rise of Skywalker is like, we're continuing on with what we were doing. We're not yeah. going to like change this to try to deliver something that you thought you, you wish it was before. And I, I think like it's what it's universal. It's Blumhouse, it's Miramax, but that Blumhouse mentality, like do you, you got an idea, tell your fucking idea. We're going to get out of your way because guess what? How much could this movie have cost to make? Nothing. Right. It's gonna make it, it. It made it probably made its money back. Horror oh, I assume so. Is, is it, it made forty million opening weekend, which was like the lowest of these movies. But the movies are all a certified fucking success. Yeah. Nothing is better for a profit margin than a horror movie. Uh, so they're probably like, I don't know, do whatever the fuck you want. The movie's gonna make. At minimum, eighty million. After right. all I, said and done, so and like if it, it made cost forty, if it made forty in theaters, just imagine how many people like bought a subscription to Peacock for this as well. Yeah. Like especially they, like at twenty dollars. There was there were one month subscriptions purchased for this that will now people will forget to cancel. It's at least going to be two months you're getting on a lot of people. Yeah, and again, one year for twenty bucks. Like that was that's a that's the price of a movie ticket. That's less than the price of a movie ticket to see this yep. and then whatever else they put out afterwards, right? So Is a peacock tier with ads. No, that was for premium. Oh, I wish you could upgrade. Because I, I have ads. Upgrade. Unless you're at for unless you're at like the free tier, yeah. you can't upgrade. Yeah, which I am not. No, then you can't upgrade. Which doesn't make any sense. I, I get that. Yeah. I'm annoyed. Get me out of here. <laughs> All right. Uh, does anyone have anything left to say on Halloween or any of the movies that we have seen? What's coming up soon other than Black Adam? Uh, yeah. Well, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be back after Wakanda Forever. What's uh, yep. Yeah. What else is in between those two? I don't think we... I think that that is the great... I feel like for the last, like, four podcasts, I've asked what's coming up next. And no nothing. one's ever prepared. <laughs> Okay, we're, we're gonna right. say nothing, and it's gonna be oh. like every movie ever. Well, so um, movies. Well, it's stuff that we said coming out in limited um, is uh, Banshees of Inisherin, which, which is looks great. To, which is supposed to be mm -hmm. great. The Julia Roberts George Clooney um, romantic film, or, or I guess comedy. I don't know if it's also romance, but Ticket to Paradise. Uh, after After Sun with Paul Mescal, which after I Sun. To see After it's, Sun. Nice. Yeah. Armageddon Time, which looks fucking awesome. Yeah. I don't even know what that movie's about, but I know I want to see it. I love it. It's not what you think. Awesome. Huge fan of James Gray. Um, the trailers for Prey of the Devil can finally stop because that movie's coming out in two weeks or next week. It looks. You know that movie with the lady nun or the lady priest, whatever. The one what who is can't that do movie? Exorcist. 
I feel like I keep no, getting ads woman. for that movie. Yeah. Like, we're just, she, we want to see, it's like that I, and Terrifier 2 are all over my. Okay. Yeah. And then, do, yeah, are we getting time? Yeah, that's pretty much about it. Like, yeah, that's not going to be a huge one for next time around, but uh, Black Adam and Wakanda Forever are going to be big to talk. Yeah, those will be huge. Oh, yeah. Um, Maybe Coviels will see one of them. I assume he'll see those Armageddon time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. Judge is up right now. I, he's got the O2. And uh, let's see if Verlander can strike him out right quickly. Um, but thank you all for being here with us this time. Uh, you can find Russ on all the social media platforms as Russ Incredible. You can find Peter yeah, yeah. Uh, on Letterboxd as P- Peter Petey. You can find me on Letterboxd as Strava as Johnny Tiggs. And that's it. That's all of it. That's, that's the end of it, isn't it? Yes. Okay, great. Yeah, no, no nothing. I, I feel like I usually have. Oh, yeah, you can find us on the movie podcast, but you probably know that if you're already here. Um, don't you want to mention that we host a monthly show with <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah you can find our monthly show at, uh, uh, at Austin, Austin Texas is beautiful the creek in the cave um, third Thursday uh, of every month baby third Thursday of every month still happening somewhere in someone's heart it's still happening um, but thank you all for being here with us and we will see you all next time with a bunch more movies on the movie movie podcast